This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It was a new year. Everyone had turned the page to 2018. And for all of us, we were hoping that the page would turn with Nick Foles. The Eagles had just got done playing the Cowboys for their last game of the season. There were six points scored total in this one. What felt like a terrible preseason game turned into one of the biggest debates of the season. What are the Eagles going to do with Nick Foles after he turns in a performance of going 4 for 11, 39 yards, and an interception in one quarter of work? Even the biggest optimists couldn't say that they weren't worried. Social media was ablaze, and the radio station wasn't much different. We also finally got a look at the Indiana product, Nate Sudfeld who earlier in the season, the Eagles have actually kept to stay away from the Colts' roster. But amongst the debate, there was a lot of fighting for optimism. And this is the true point of when the Eagles became the underdog. Chapter 2, The Dallas Cowboys. I am here today, in case you were not aware of it, many, many years ago, I took, Josie, I took five psychology courses. Yeah. I am qualified to tell people People are panicking for nothing. I even tried. Ah, yeah. this is how bad it got. After the Raiders game, which, by the way, I, I need to remind you, they they won the game. Right? Yes. But, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, my God. People were freaking out about Foles and how bad he was. Mm-hmm. And I sent out a tweet. Mm-hmm. And in the tweet, I indicated what had happened to our last Super Bowl team, which was only... 13 years ago. Is that what it was now? 13 years seems like yesterday. I said only, and then I realized, well, that's that's a lot there. Uh, The final two games of the regular season, the Eagles lost. They were 13-1, and by the way. They lost to the Rams 20-7 to in St. Louis. Then they lost to the Bengals here. 38 to 10. Mm-hmm. And Andy Reid didn't play uh, yeah. kind of like the game Sunday, except yeah. even worse. He didn't yeah. play anybody. Yeah, yeah which right? he shouldn't. And they got crushed. And and before I even went back and looked before that. Before that, the two games before that, they clinched home field for the whole thing. They won 12 to 7 and 17 to 14. Mm-hmm. They hadn't Squeaked done by. any, they had no offense for the last four games of the regular season. And I did the shows. I was we, we were here. Yes, we were. Was there a panic? No, because they had their franchise quarterback. Listen, it was a disgraceful performance by Nick Foles. And it it is incredibly troubling that this team's about to enter the playoffs with that guy as the quarterback. I am John, I gotta tell you, like we knew there would be a drop off, obviously, and we talked about it. Everyone knew drop off from from Wentz to Falls. Obviously, you lose a guy that's top two in MVP in the league. Um, it, clearly, there's going to be a drop off. It is absurd that Nick Foles is playing this bad. It's unacceptable. Nick, listen, Nick Foles is not a great player, clearly, and he's not even a good player right now. But he's had enough success in this league at times that he shouldn't be this bad. I am aggravated. I am perplexed. I am annoyed. Like, 
I, I am so my, I'm my, nauseated. My, I'm nauseated too. Like I, it is. It is totally unacceptable. First thing he says today is, oh, Nick Foles is going to have to play a lot better if they're going to win a game. And it's like, yeah, he is going to have to play better if they're going to win a game. But I walk into t- I walk into Chickies and Pete's today. I drive in down 76 early this afternoon listening to Doug Peterson. And I tell you, I feel the exact same way I did pretty much all last week. I feel fine with the Eagles' chances against whoever they're going to play next weekend. And I remember, po- I, I remain as positive, John. I'm, everything's okay. They could still win this first game. Take it week by week, Joe. I feel the same way. I'm like you. I feel the same way I did last week. Not great, because I didn't feel great last week off the whole full thing against the Raiders. But I got to tell you, to start this off, and I know we're going to get a lot of reactions today off of what happened after how bad Nick Foles looked on Sunday. John, I don't feel any different about Nick Foles than I did last week. I don't feel any different about Nick Foles than I would have if he'd gone out there in the first quarter against the Cowboys and played well. I just think that game Sunday meant nothing to them. Doug said after the game it was vanilla, but th- you could feel it a little bit. I-, I felt a little bit driving in. I feel like it's two bad Nick performances in a row, and people that maybe were really positive last week might not be as positive now. This is what I'm talking about. You know what it is? I, I know what it is, Jones. It's the wisdom of age. Yeah, you've seen it. I've, you've I've seen been it through all. all this cr- crap before, and the people that are panicking, the people who did it. Mm. And I'm gonna, I just want to read this because Jody just handed this to me. Garrett Blunt sent this out 12 hours ago. Garrett Blunt, Al, who, uh, by the way, won a championship last year in New England, he said, we don't need this type of negative energy to start out 2018. Block these people and block these comments out. Focus on the positive. Let me tell you something, Garrett. I got your back, my brother. I got your back. Oh, boy. That's, gonna be thrilled that's what I'm here about. <laughs> and and I, here's the prop. I, tell what, it was, I will tell you, I was not sitting in the stands. Rhea was. Uh-huh. All right? The game Sunday was an atrocity. All right? It, was, it wasn't even a game. It was like yeah. a scrimmage. It yeah. was painful. It all was pre-season. putrid to watch. It was a preseason football game. What, how, what am I supposed to take out of that game? Nothing. Nothing. That's exciting. They've had a wonderful season. That's exciting. 13-3, and three, that's incredible. But this thing right now is hinging on a quarterback that looks horrendous. All right, like, dude, you've been in this league for over half a decade now. You've won games. You took a team to the playoffs. I know it was a different system. Get it the hell together and get it together fast. You're playing in a playoff game in 11 days. Get it together fast because the way you're playing is unacceptable. You're weak in the pocket. You're, you're, you know, that interception was a disaster. Forget that it was a bad throw. It was a worse decision. What the hell were you? Unbelievable. What were you thinking? Nick, get it together. I, I don't know how to sugarcoat this. I, I know everyone wants to be positive about the Eagles' chances yep. in the postseason. But, I mean, I, watching that game, I, I look at how how – egregious yeah exactly. how how disgusting is it that i left that game wondering if nate sudfeld should be our quarterback i wondered that too john i think you've seen the worst of nick Foles, but i also feel in the back of my mind and i go all right the the element of surprise could be something and i know that it's just almost an impossible task to have a discussion with but you could have there's no tape in nate sudfeld none zero and you can come out and say it's going to be our right-handed fighter. It's our right-handed fighter that we're going to throw out there. We believe in our right-handed fighter, et cetera, et cetera. And all of a sudden, you just throw a southpaw in there and the element of surprise. 
which is nice to say in theory, but in actuality, that's going to make the, the the locker room really weird, right? At the same time, like if the, if Doug Peterson were to even consider starting Nate Sudfeld, I think the rest of the locker room goes, okay, uh, are we sure we want to do this? I mean, we've backed Nick this entire time. There's a reason why we gave him that contract. There's a reason why he's here, why he's going to continue to be our starter, et cetera, et cetera. But I also think, like, if you don't have tape on a guy and then all of a sudden you game plan and smoke and mirrors his abilities and what he's able to do and not do for three games and able to cover them up, they know exactly how to play Nick Foles. with you. I get it. Do I feel great about this team's chances of going to the Super Bowl? Of course I don't feel great about their chances. Do I think they could still make the Super Bowl? Absolutely. And as far as Nick Foles' performance on Sunday, right? Like, yeah, he wasn't good. He was in there for a quarter. Did ever anybody else notice that Torrey Smith dropped another pass, which would have had the Eagles most likely at least at the 20-yard line at Dallas's 20? Who knows what happens from there? Maybe they get a field goal. Maybe they get a touchdown. He was in there for a couple drives. Another third down. He, I think Trey Burton and Brent Solid both fell down on the route when he sailed it up there. Am I concerned about Nick Foles' play? I'm not concerned. I do, do I wish he was playing better? Of course I wish he was playing better. But this team can still win based on what their defense is doing and the fact that they're at home. So I walk in here today, Joe. I feel okay. I'm good. Let's get going. But I know there's a lot of people out there that maybe aren't as positive and are still watching that game and saying, oh, no, we're in trouble. We are out of luck. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if it's Nate Sudfeld. It doesn't matter if it's Nick Foles. They, they, there are reasons for all the rules that protect quarterbacks in this league. Yeah. And in the divisional round of the playoffs, it's going to be nobody against... Drew Brees? Matt Ryan, Drew Brees. Nobody against Matt Ryan, who was the MVP of the NFL last year. Nobody against Cam Newton. It's a big It's a joke. It's it's awful. It is a joke. I that game, to me, the fact that that Doug Peterson only played him a quarter, that was a joke. You that game did more harm than good. I saw St. Louis in Nick Foles' eyes. He is overmatched. He was afraid. He does, looking he, at him on he, the sideline. He line. looks afraid. He does. I mean, I, I mean, listen. I, I'm not, I'm not the player. He's the Pathetic. player. But he he looks he looks totally like he lacks confidence. He looks like he completely lacks confidence. Well, how could you have and confidence? I, I guess not. When but, the game is so fast for you that yeah. you throw it directly to a cornerback who's yeah. just dropping off in, in too deep. Totally. I mean, that is a day one elementary school yeah. mistake. Ah, but he's. Ah, yeah, he's saying that visually oh, it did on. not look good. Yeah, usually you do it after they won. win and they look yeah. good. Come on! <laughs> well, he should just come Al on in the Darth guy, Vader mask. Had, yes! Hell yes! <laughs> they should have put him at least with a black cape. You know, something that indicated that he was here to speak doom. Doug, I am doom. your father. Where's the wizard? Doom! 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 Nobody gets to see the wizard! No. Not know how! <laughs> There he is. Joe, Joe Conner didn't think he'd get to use that voice for <laughs> What is he going to do? Bring the whiz out. Is that an overreaction? It's always what have you done for me lately. If Nick Foles played well on Sunday, we'd be having a different conversation. People would be jumping on board and saying, oh, they're going to be fine. They're going to the Super Bowl. He didn't play well on Sunday. He didn't play well against the Raiders. But here's how I look at Nick Foles. Like a lot of backup quarterbacks, I almost compare it to like a streaky shooter in basketball. 
Nick Foles could play well in the playoff game. Just because he played bad against the Cowboys or Raiders doesn't mean he can't. At the same time, if Nick Foles played well, John, doesn't mean he couldn't play poorly in the playoff game. It's, I have no idea how they're going to play when that playoff game opens up, but I don't think the sky's not falling. They, they are what they are, which is a team that's good at home with a backup quarterback. Yeah, you know what? The Eagles have have a chance. The Eagles have a chance if if the defense takes the ball away, if the defense does amazing things. But that, that chance is slim. Well, see, it's, it's, it's a really interesting spot because in my whole life as a fan of Philadelphia sports, in 888-729-9494, I don't ever remember a time like this where the playoffs are about to start. The team is the best record in their sport. Every in team sport. in the NFC wants to play the Eagles. Oh, there's no question. Every team is dying for a chance to play this number one seed. Yeah. That's a fake one seed because they're not the team that that, that got here. Look, look. here's here's the deal. It's a he, joke. He's supposed to lack mobility. That's fine. He's not a mobile guy. He looks. He's a giraffe. All right, fine. I get it. He's supposed to lack mobility. He's not supposed to be slow in his progressions, which he is. He's not supposed to not pull the trigger. I thought that would be so much better. No, no, I mean, he, I expected he, him yeah. to be more developed in that totally. area he's, from the time he's had. He's totally deficient in, in going through the progressions. He's oh totally God. deficient in pulling the trigger when the opportunity is there. He needs to have a gigantic window. It's awful. To even, to even pull the trigger. They gave the odds of potential matchups for the Eagles in the second round of the playoffs. Atlanta, they were a pick 'em. Uh, Carolina, they were a three and a half point dog. Three and a half point dog, and the Saints, they were four and a half point dog. Which is a pretty big line considering they're the number one seed to be a four and a half. I, could you think that's ever happened before? I, I can't remember anything like that. Has there been a number one seed that's lost their MVP quarterback and had a guy that stunk it up the last two weeks of the season? Well, Probably have, not. You have to find that scenario. I'll tell you this right now: you bring Carolina in here to Lincoln Financial Field. I like my chances. If you're the Eagles. Did people watch the defense it's great. on Sunday? Five starters didn't play. You, I, I, mean, I would say they performed pretty well. They dominated. The Cowboys couldn't move the ball. The Cowboys couldn't move the ball, and I know that it was the end of the season for them, too, and that's part of it. You think Ezekiel Elliott wanted to go out there and not run all over the place? Or Dez didn't want to go big, big plays? The Eagles' defense, So this is, this is how I'm going to leave it to the PM. Then it's going to open it up to everybody out there today. This is how I'm going to leave it. This is where I'm at right now. I... I did. I didn't enjoy the game. I wish Nick Foles would have played well. Do I know Nick Foles is going to play well in the playoffs? Of course not. Do I understand the concern over Nick Foles' play? Yes, I do. All right? But that doesn't mean that it has to happen in the first playoff run. I'm not looking ahead past the first, the first game of the playoffs with the Eagles right now, Joe Gellio. I'm not. So I'm leaving it right now. If you give me the Panthers or you give me the Falcons, you give me any of these teams. I don't want to face the Saints, but you give me any of these teams. At home, in the cold, it's damn cold in Philadelphia this winter. At home, with this defense, I like my chances against anybody. What are you looking right, at? So if you think this team has a chance with Nick Foles playing quarterback, what are you looking at? Let me ask you a question. Because you, you, you brought this up, and I, I can honestly say it wasn't right after the game, but it was more like yesterday when I started saying, you know, the Sudfeld thing, I mean, maybe there's something there. Look, here, here's my thing. I would start, this is where I'm coming from. I would start Nick Foles. But I'm telling you, I if I'm Doug Peterson, I grab Nate Sudfeld this week, and I say to him, dude, these are the two most important weeks of your football life. You prepare 
your brain and your body to be ready to go because I'm telling you, and I'm not telling anybody else, but Nate, I am telling you face-to-face, man-to-man, that if my starting quarterback, Nick Foles, struggles in the first two series, he's out and you're in. Now, I'm starting Foles, Well, I guarantee he's going to struggle. I mean, that's... Should they start Sudfeld? I Yeah. Why not? See, they have to use Wentz, ironically, as the enemy. Yeah. They have to defend the fact that they're more than just when the you know Gladys Knight and the Pips. They ain't the Pips. They have to use yeah. Eric Lindros being out of the lineup that screw this. We're we're a good team. Yes, exactly. That's what they have to do. The, the, no the, no animosity toward no. Wentz, but it's why some people want injured no, you're players. You're 100% totally right. Not around. Uh, yeah. Uh, the fact is, that's what all of this is yeah, about. Yeah. It's all a reaction to the Wentz injury. Yes. The, the worst thing that could have happened, yeah. in my mind, as a former player, and an injured player at times is when you bring that player around, thinking yeah. that they're gonna. The moral support is going to help. Huh. When I saw him limp yeah. onto the field with the it crutches, bad, huh? it was the worst thing I could have seen. Jinzy yeah. in pregame, they Rhea were was upset. Yeah, yeah they I was were too. showing him. Uh. I was I was watching. They have a feed in the stadium, yep. and I was in the touchdown club, and they show all the pregame stuff. And Malcolm Jenks, Jenkins is giving his pregame speech. And in the upper right-hand corner, I see Wentz, and I didn't want to see him. No, <laughs> nobody yeah, I does. Didn't. In the Oakland game, they kept showing him in the luxury box, and I winced every time I, that's I saw what I'm him. Ta- that's the game I'm talking about. He was sitting there, and you could see these, what are they, steel uh, uh, crutches he's yeah, using yeah, or something? I, I, yeah. I, 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 Brian Boucher, when Lindros was out, says yeah. to me, I'm going to tell you this one time. You ask me one more time about Eric Lindros, I'm going to lose my... That's what I like, Al. That's the way it should but be. But here's the, the issue is... Out of sight, out of mind. The issue is there was such a divide right. with Lindros. There isn't that with There Wentz. isn't, no. no like he's an extremely popular and, guy. And That's the, the problem. the city loves him, and the city is now basically saying, we're screwed. I knew it when he went down. We're done. We're done. And you're not done. No. Everyone's going to be saying they can't win. They're going to have that against them for two weeks. They're going to be told they stink for two weeks. I think that's actually going to help them here. I don't think this thing is over. I think actually people are overreacting to Sunday. Twitter on Sunday was as if the season ended. Everyone was melting down watching Nick Foles. How many snaps did he take? 15? It wasn't that many. Three series. He was in there. First quarter. Right. And they didn't have, they had one long drive. So it was like he was out there for 10 plays each drive. He didn't play much. I just don't think what happened Sunday matters, but it feels like to a lot of people, uh-oh, now Nick Foles thinks Nick Foles is what he is. He's he, Nick Foles. He might play a good game in that first playoff game. It w- I would not be floored if he did. Ben, I want to play this right now. I don't want to wait till next segment. I want to play it right now. At the press conference today, Doug Peterson created a quarterback controversy. And we have Ian Rappaport on, and I'll follow up with that in a second on Wednesdays. He's supposed to be our insider. So let's just go through it right here. Do we have this ready to go, Ben? It's the Q&A Question by the reporter, answered by Doug Peterson as it relates to Nick Foles and a possible benching. Here it is. It's hard to say uh, right now and until until I'm in that situation. Quite honestly, I, I, listen, it's a it's a one game season. It's hard to be in desperation mode, but if you're in that mode, you know who knows. So the question was, Joe, would you consider would you consider taking Foles out of the game and putting Sudfeld in if Foles didn't play well? And that was his answer was right his there. Answer. He didn't say no. No, he started that press conference by saying Nick's his quarterback. Like, that was the first. He began with that because that question came first. Then that question came, which I think is, an, is a fair follow-up, right? Like, Absolutely. What if Nick doesn't play well again? Is he the quarterback for all four quarters? John, I thought Doug could have easily just said Nick's the quarterback and stopped right there and then shut down the questions. But he left that open-ended. If, you know if what? Nick doesn't play well, he might take him out of the game. If you listen to it again, can we have it again? 
please, Ben. If you listen to it again, I don't. It, it really even wasn't even like a sloppy thing to say, but in hindsight, like you said, because really all he was doing was being honest. If yeah. you think about it, because that's the way he should be. Unfortunately, when you look at Nick Foles out there, it looks like a deer in the headlights. Mentally, he is not well on the field. He's thinking about stuff. He's not. He doesn't feel good about his offensive line. He doesn't look good right now. So let's hear it again. So they're questioning him about it. Here's what he said. It's hard to say uh, right now and, until until I'm in that situation. Quite honestly, I, I, listen. It's a it's a one game season. It's hard to be in desperation mode. But if you're in that mode, you know who knows. Who so then, knows? So then a short time, and he's right because. And I said this, and even though I'm a I'm a guy that's going to support Foles, and I don't think he's the worst quarterback of all time, like some people do. But I even said this. You get to the fourth quarter, and the game's starting to get out of reach, and Foles just looks like a deer in the headlights. What the hell? Go ahead and put Nate in there. Game's probably over. And by the way, for you Sudfeld truthers out there, he didn't score a point. Yeah, I can't believe score. I can't believe many people act. I heard I heard a bunch this week. Well, just start Sudfeld. No, you can't start Nate Sudfeld. He's never played a game. L- listen, I know Nate Sudfeld has more upside, and and they're not going to start him. I don't know that he's got more upside. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that. We know how limited Nick Foles is, but he and sh- he has no confidence yeah. whatsoever. He should be better than this, though. The like- problem is, no matter who starts, we're we're sol. I mean, that's it. The fact that we're even debating the, the, the concept of, of who it's, to start. It's ridiculous. It's pathetic. It is. I agree we with you. We do not have a shot with either of these guys in the postseason. And and that's the harsh reality. You can try to sugarcoat things and say, hey, that's why they play the game. Every, everyone's got a chance. Well, no. Listen, it, it's Nick Foles against Drew right, Brees. They, Nick Foles against Cam Newton. Nick Foles against Matt Ryan. Yeah. Look, and they, we lose. All right, but they do have defense. They have home field advantage and they have a running game. And that's three things that are important. They got to win two games at home. I, I, I disagree that they have no shot. Well, thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> if you just lose the MVP of the NFL, you're supposed to have the same level of confidence? Yes. Oh, what a jackass. Oh, uh, you know what? I'll say it right now. Seth Joyner is a jackass. Oh, man. And if you want to come and get some, you know where I work. And oh. fear is something that kids and animals can detect. I, I detect I mean, some. Really? I detect some right now. Really? Give me a break. Give me a What's break. that smell in here? If somebody says to me, Seth is on his way here, smell then fear. You, would, you would be able to detect some Thank fear you. right here. Thank you. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm not here to act that way, and I won't do it. Can I say, I'll give carte blanche right now to anybody that honestly believes that Nate Sudfeld should start next or in two weeks. 888-729-9494. I don't think it's going to be a quarterback controversy because Doug immediately texted Ian Rappaport and said, Eagles coach Doug Peterson just texted me after his press conference. Quote, my guy is Nick Foles. End of story. End quote. And then he, and then Rappaport says, that is significant. Why is that significant? Well, I guess it's significant to him because he responded to his tweet. But Rap Sheet's trying to say that, that he's saying it's significant because he said that. No, what he's doing is getting the trying to get the word out because right away, or somebody in the PR staff said, "Doug, what are you doing?" Because it's going to create a quarterback. If you don't shut this down now, it'll be a thing. Right. So he's trying to shut it down. I don't think it's crazy what he said. I'm just surprised he said it. He was he was honest. That you said it right. That was an honest answer from Doug. Like, look, if things go bad, who knows what's going to happen? It's a one game playoff. But he said it. He 
if Carson Wentz was the quarterback and someone asked him, if Carson struggles in his first playoff game, would you put Nick Foles in? What do you think his answer would have been? It would be absolutely positively freaking not. Right, but that's not Because he's at. our quarterback, exactly. and Nick Foles isn't. And Nick Foles, you know what? Nick Foles hasn't earned that true belief. I, I believe this, unless he was injured or he was getting batted around, Carson Wentz doesn't come out under any circumstance until, unless the game's over. Totally. Nick Foles is not Carson Wentz, and you can and you can take him out. I don't want a quick leash. I don't want a quick hook. But you want to go to him deeper into the second half, and he's just atrocious. The problem, the problem is, Joe, and you pointed this out, that you're now letting, no matter what you say to Ian Rappaport, now Nick in the back of his, of his head says, wow, he doesn't have confidence in me. It's like in basketball. The guy misses his first three shots. Is he looking over his shoulder? The guy's coming off the bench. I, it's just a weird thing. that When he said that, I said to myself, did he really just say that? And here we are. But I, I agree with the premise, too. If Nick Foles struggles like he has the last two weeks, Doug can't just let the playoff game evaporate in front of him. He has to do something about it. Well, this is going to be fun. How do you handle Nick? And for two weeks, the Nick Foles debate did rage on. But the old adage is a chip and a chair. And by the time that they got to the divisional round with the Atlanta Falcons, a tiny flame had started to grow in the city. Oh, look at me. I'm getting ahead of myself. We hope you've enjoyed Chapter 2 of The Underdogs. Stay tuned for Chapter 3. Chris Long and Lane Johnson will finally put a face to a name when they take on the Atlanta Falcons. This is The Underdogs, the 2017 playoff run. If you enjoy this series, check out WIP's Team to Beat special, a salute to the 2008 Philadelphia Phillies. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere this podcast can be found. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.